Welcome to the Anchored Abode Podcast, where we are striving to change the world one abode at a time, starting with my own. Hello again. We at Anchored Abode are striving to meet you where you're at, and maybe that means that listening to a blog post is easier at this time in your life or this time of the day than reading it. I know for myself, I tend to listen when I'm doing the dishes or sweeping, just really quiet type of housework. So I hear you. I will be reading a post that we had published last year, and then my husband and I ended up talking about it on a follow-up podcast. And it's called The One Word We Banned From Our House. You can find the post on our website, anchoredabode.com. And I encourage you to look around and see if there's anything else that might encourage you in your walk. We had struggled with the idol of perfection since we were dating. My marriage has been flaunted on the altar of perfection perception by me, by my husband, by extended family. It was unclear to me the depths of my idolatry until our marriage was attacked. But even after that, I still white-knuckled my outward persona to match what I had hoped to convey to the world. We were still perfect. We were still the perfect couple. So then God threw a couple more blows my way to completely humble me where I finally saw it. I finally saw him in his splendor and me on my knees begging for forgiveness. I saw some of the deep-rooted sins in my life, one of them being my view of marriage. I didn't know how to view it, but I kept hearing the word perfect all around me and it kept bringing me back to inadequacy. Then I noticed how often I said it and wrote it. My husband was saying it and so were my kids and basically everyone around us. I realized our culture is driven to perfection in so many areas, not many of which are godly or biblical. And yet we strive so hard to meet an unattainable standard. And if we can't, We show off the illusion that we have concocted. We fight so hard to show off. I lasted about a week listening to the now all too common use of the word perfect, and then I was done. I had had enough. I literally threw my hands on the table, stood up out of my chair, and told the kids my new rule. We would not be saying the word perfect in this house. Let me show you some of the definitions of perfect from dictionary.com. As an adjective, Conforming absolutely to the description or definition of an ideal type. Excellent or complete beyond practical or theoretical improvement. Exactly fitting the need in a certain situation or for a certain purpose. Entirely without any flaws, defects, or shortcomings. Accurate, exact, or correct in every detail. Thorough, complete, pure, or unmixed unqualified, absolute, expert, accomplished, proficient, unmitigated, out and out of an extreme degree, as a verb, to bring to completion, finish, to bring to perfection, make flawless or faultless, to bring nearer to perfection, improve, make better, to make fully skilled, Just look at some of those descriptions, conforming absolutely, ideal, excellent, complete, improvement, exactly, without flaws, without defects, without shortcomings, 
accurate, exact, correct, pure, absolute, expert, accomplished, proficient, extreme, degree, flawless, faultless, improve, make better. This was the message I sent my kids daily. I was prodding my kids to display perfection in every area. I was the one driving stress and anxiety right into their developing minds and hearts. Just as I had done with myself in my marriage, I was beholden to this God of perfection, and I was cramming it down the throats of my little ones. My eldest son hates, hates to lose. Second place holds little value for him. Learning from mistakes is a foreign concept to him. Reading slower than his sister was like a slap in the face to him, and he shrinks into himself and retreats from the world. Guess where he learned that from? Me. We talked with the kids about what that word means and what it represents. We made it clear we do not ever expect perfection. We expect obedience and respect, with hearts aligned to God. We expect them to try their best and give things their all. We expect them to learn from mistakes to let the mistakes fuel their progress in trying again. Of course, we tied that into the Bible since that was where we gained our knowledge of this concept and shared how God doesn't expect perfection, but our obedience and respect. It turned into a game to recognize someone saying the word perfect and call someone out for saying it. And I was the worst at it. I failed time and time again. My daughter called me out even in the first hour after implementation. It made me realize how much a subtle influence one word actually has on people. I subconsciously was demanding perfection from my kids without right saying it. Looking back, it felt like it was almost the appropriate, quote, Christianese phrasing, unquote, for shaming my kids to align with my screwed up values. I do apologize when she catches me saying it, but just as sanctification cleanses you, so too have I noticed it with how little the word comes to mind now but I have lifted at least one heavy burden off their shoulders and mine. It has lightened the air, and I have already noticed a difference with our eldest son. I think it has made for a safer emotional environment where we are free to be ourselves and express our individuality without fear of retribution. I challenge you to listen to the words your family says, the people around you, and how often TV shows will use the word perfect. It is the one word I have banned from our house. Thank you for listening to the Anchored Abode podcast. If you would like to subscribe, please visit anchoredabode.com to sign up. You will be the first to hear about anything new on the site, including blog posts, new podcasts, and specials that we offer. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to reach out. Thanks again for listening to the Anchored Abode podcast.